This is the Michael Wall Show. Michael is a speaker, author, and president of Wall Private Wealth. His passion is to help families live on purpose and live with purpose. And now, here's Michael Wall. Well, you've joined us. It's time for a brand new week of the Michael Wall Show. Got a lot of great information I'm going to share with you this week. And uh, hey, I hope you had a great time with the Easter Bunny last week or you had a great time at church or hopefully both. You know, that's really, Randy, what Easter is all about. And unfortunately, in our culture today, we've we've lost that a bit, but it's a brand new week coming up. And I'm excited for this show today because we're really going to be talking about a lot of great content that is uh, needed out there in the marketplace. Well, we're not too far away from tax day, of course. So that's probably on a lot of people's minds. But uh, we're also going to talk today about money coming your way or money being passed down. There is an awful lot of money coming from baby boomers down to millennials. How transfer sh- of wealth. Transfer of well, They call it the great it- transfer. $30 trillion, Michael, yeah, will be coming yeah. down. I have my hand hey. raised here in case somebody wants to bring it my I way. I thought you were transferring all your wealth. <laughs> to me. I, I mean, it's that, that's why I thought we, I thought maybe you wanted me to share about that. Cause you're like, Hey, I, uh, Michael's just such a great guy. I've enjoyed doing the show with him and yeah. that he lets me on and all that stuff in the door, you know, if <laughs> so anybody's going to gonna handle my money, it's Michael Wall. Absolutely. It's got, yeah. Well, right. I was thinking more, just give it to but, you know, whatever <laughs> okay. you want. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Right. Handle is one thing. Give it is another. <laughs> Come on. Let's, let's be, let's be honest, Randy. It is, it is, uh, you know, it is a new week now. Absolutely. And let's see what else we're going to do today. We got our off-the-wall moment come a little bit mm-hmm. later on, and that's going to talk a little bit about uh, baseball and goal setting today. And yeah. uh, we have our motivational segment, of course, coming up. And financial products, information. I mean, when we talk about you helping people, there is there are places for you to put your money, and you're always out there looking for new things. As a matter of fact, you got a very special invite not that long ago, a very select group of people. And uh, that was a trip that you made to Charlotte last week, so we'll find out more about that yeah exclusive it was it was a lot of fun yeah flying out there and kind of helping design some product and good good stuff good stuff for the consumers and investors out there so we're going to talk about that a little bit later and we're also going to get into uh some things uh specific as randy said to uh product i want to talk about some of the big you know the big a word annuities the good the bad and the undiscovered we're going to talk about that a little bit later because a lot of you out there are investing in a variety of different capacities. You've heard, hey, they're good. Hey, they're bad. You know, obviously we want to kind of talk about some of these things. And also the whole idea of uh, really moving forward in life. And we're going to talk about that in just a minute. But before we get there, I want to challenge you, if you haven't yet, and you've been listening to us each every week, I want to first off say thank you. Thank you, thank you for dialing in. We appreciate your comments. We're seeing more and more of you responding to what we're doing and interacting with what we're doing via Facebook and even on your comments on the podcast. So appreciate that. If you're listening to this and you're brand new, we want to welcome you in. Thanks for joining us. I think you're going to love it. Make sure you dial in each and every week. Go back and listen to previous shows. Also, if you have not shared your thoughts and comments, this helps us and helps me really kind of formulate what we want to do and what we want to put into the show because we want this to be a consumer driven show. We want to share thoughts and ideas that I've learned over the 17 years of being in business. I have several different companies. We're helping families in a variety of capacities, but I want it to be consumer driven. So I want this to be something where not, I'm not just sharing what I've learned to help you get to where you want to go. I want to get your response so we can better improve how we help you get to where you want to go. Not only in life, but in managing your wealth and making good financial decisions and starting and running businesses, estate planning, uh, tax savings, all of these things are very, very important. So Randy, I want to start out here with, if you're in life and you're working and you're building a business or you're trying to grow in your career and you're trying to do things, I can tell you that along the way, there are going to be people, there are going to be things, there are going to be organizations that potentially, as you start to make waves and you start to get some momentum and as you start to really impact other people, you're literally going to have some naysayers out there. You know, the, ah, no, I don't think you should say this, or, ah, no, I don't think you should say that. I mean, just think about the political perspective. Regardless of the side of the aisle you are on, can you imagine each and every day, I think a lot of us don't realize the amount of weight that that, that takes. You know, we just sit there on social media, or we watch TV, or we watch these interviews, and we don't realize the amount of weight that is thrown on a person with all of this continual comment, a lot of them lies, And when you grow a business and when you build a business and when you want to add value to other people and you want to change the world for the good, 
Two things you got to know. One is you're not perfect. I'm not either. None of us are. And we know that. So we're always going to be trying to get better, hopefully. But number two, you're going to have people that are going to be naysayers. So expect it. You're going, to be, you're going to have people that are literally going to throw bricks at you. And the question is, what will you do with those bricks? I know in my life, we've been in a situation where over these 17 years of being in business, I've had people uh, say mean things about me. I've had people share mean things about me. I've had people share and say things that were untrue about me. And try and share it out there with people and other people just to kind of, for whatever reason was in their mind, I don't want to try and speculate what it was, but they've done it. And sometimes that's gotten back around to me. And, you know, that can hurt your feelings initially. But then you have to step back and say, wait a minute. What am I really here to do? I'm here to add value. I'm here to change things. I'm here to do my best to improve the lives of others. And when you focus on that, and when that is your ultimate focus and your ultimate goal, you do not spend a lot of time stewing on these things that have been thrown at you. Because if you spend time stewing on things that are thrown at you or reading the quote-unquote negative press about you, true or untrue, regardless of, the, of what it is, you're going to be in a place where you will not break through and do what you need to do. So what do you do with those bricks as they come your way? Because they will. My suggestion and what we've done is we've taken those bricks and we've literally built them as a foundation. To take us to the next level. And to continue to take us to the next level. And that's what we'll always do. Because I am passionate about the fact that God has specifically called me to be an influencer to folks in life in a way that can help them improve their lives, be more encouraged, add more value to others, become more fiscally responsible, make better financial decisions with their wealth, save money in taxes, and really be an influencer themselves in the circle that they've been called to do. Most of you, if you've listened to us for some time, you know that I'm very involved with a lot of different uh, charities and nonprofits, starting with our church, Christ Fellowship here in South Florida. There's several campuses. We reach and influence all throughout the world. A lot of great things going on there. But in addition to that, we're involved with groups like Life Action. We're involved with groups like uh, Operation Underground Railroad which is a great organization of guys literally going in and rescuing these kids that are trapped up in a world that they can't control, whether it be sex slavery, whether it be slaves for just work in general, organ harvesting, all these other things. Organizations like Place of Hope doing a great, great job uh, here locally and in other parts of South Florida to kind of help underprivileged kids. So it's very important, in my opinion, that we break through these things and that we use these bricks that are thrown at us, or if we don't, we will not add value to other people. We will not be the impact we've been called to be. We will not make the difference we've been called to make. We will be in a place where we'll sit in the corner and we'll whine and we'll complain and we'll worry about why folks threw bricks at us, why people threw bad comments at us, why people said mean things about us when it was undeserved. So my question to you is, what are you going to do in your life, regardless of where you are? If you're retired right now and you're in a place where you've made enough money and you're living and you're doing your thing, I think the first thing you got to be thinking about is stewardship with your own wealth making sure that you're getting the right advice with the wealth that you have so that way you can maximize it. That's very important. The second thing you need to be doing is, listen, you have lived life. You're in a place where you have this knowledge. You have this life experience. It's time to get involved somewhere and really give back, not just financially, but mentally, physically, and with your time. If you're not retired and you're kind of working through, I think the question we got to ask ourselves is, are you fully living your purpose and your passion as well? Are you doing what you've been called to do? Are you working on a nine to five? Are you uh, have that desire to start your own company? Do you have a desire to start a nonprofit? Do you have a desire to go out and change the world in a massive way? You're going to face challenges. We're all going to face challenges. So what are we going to do when those challenges come? Oh, I don't think you can do it. Or, oh, you know, I heard, you, you know, someone said, Michael said, da, 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 and they share these things and I eventually gets back to me. Like, Where is that even coming from? It's not even true. So I have to make a determination of what I'm going to do with that. I can either sit and stew 
or start and do, right? I can move forward and say, I'm not going to worry about, I'm not going to stew on this because I know that if I take time and I just mentally think on these things that are lies or inaccuracies or stretches of the truth or things that are uh, been said about me that are mean or bad, I am not going to do anything to impact anyone else in my life and you aren't either. And we're all going to face this and we're all going to struggle with this because people inherently oftentimes do not want to see other people succeed. And the reason they don't, the re- at least those that are closest to them in a lot of ways, the reason they don't and the reason they have that jealousy inherited inside of them is because it shines a light on their own laziness and their own lack of fulfilling the purpose that they know there's something greater for them to do and yet they're not willing to go out and take the risk and do it. That's what it does. It shines the light on them because when they see you succeeding, when they see us succeeding, when they see us moving forward, it shines that light on them and they don't know how to deal with it. So how it comes out is in hate to other people. And I want to challenge you to take that negativity and turn it around and use it to build bricks to make your foundation higher than it was before so you can reach even more people with a greater influence and impact this world in such a way that we can be involved in charities and organizations to rid this world of evil in a massive way and enjoy being a part of that process. So I'm going to challenge you with that. Take effort to do that. It doesn't happen on its own. You need to take steps to do it, and you need to impact it and go for it. If you have missed some of the previous motivational segments, I'm going to challenge you to go back and listen to previous shows because I talk about a bunch of different things every first segment of every show and how to encourage you to build a life that is really worth living. Next segment, we're going to come back and we're going to discuss the whole idea of advanced tax planning, transferring wealth. It's tax time. It's right around tax time. What are we doing to minimize our taxes and keep more in our pocket and give less to Uncle Sam. More on that when we come back right after this. I'm Carolyn Ryan. Join me every Sunday morning for the Sunday Morning Money Report to get financial headlines and retirement tips. Michael Wall, a nationally recognized financial author, advisor, and radio host, joins me each week as well. His firm, Wall Private Wealth, helps folks protect, grow, and reduce taxes on their wealth. To learn more about the Sunday Morning Money Report or how Michael's team can help build a financial plan for your retirement, go to leanonthewall.com and we'll see you Sunday mornings at 8.58. Hi, this is Michael Wall. I know it can be challenging to get the right information to know exactly what investments you should make, how to find the right financial advisor, how to build a solid financial house that will outlast and work through any market condition. So what I decided to do is put together a simple, easy to understand retire well video series where you can go at your leisure and watch these videos and clearly understand the best opportunities and get more education so you can make a better decision for your financial future all you need to do is go to leanonthewall.com again that's leanonthewall.com and click on the link that says click here to access the retire well webinar series this series is going to bring to light and really offer you a lot of clarity to help you make better decisions with your financial future. Again, that's leanonthewall.com. Helping families grow and protect their wealth. This is the Michael Wall Show. Welcome back to the Michael Wall Show. Online, find us, michaelwallshow.com. As a matter of fact, while you're there, you can see that Michael's uh, been on Fox Business and CNBC, Bloomberg, Smart Money, written a book called Retire Once, Retire Well. It's in its second edition now, so a lot to explore there. And Michael, speaking of Fox Business, great story that came out this week about what they refer to as the great wealth transfer. Baby boomers passing on wealth to their children over the next few years. And it is estimated that about 30 
trillion dollars will be sent down. Now, you've done stories many times here about how you've helped people with taxes, with their wealth, and being more efficient. So more money goes to the people and the charities that they love and not going to Uncle Sam. So this is the perfect time of year to talk about that. You're right, Randy. And you know, in fact, I mean, let's be honest, it's always a great time to talk about saving money in taxes. I mean, it's like, okay, have you ever talked to anybody and say, hey, if I could help you save money in taxes... Would you rather talk about it now or would you rather wait wait like three, four years? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> you know, yeah, I want to talk about it now. So, but now is a time. People are thinking about it more so. It's, you know, quarter and every quarter we think about taxation and things. But one of the things we got to remember is, you know, the whole t- Trump tax plan. A lot of people aren't talking about that so much today. They were for a long time, but they're not so much now. And he really dangled a nice carrot out there for people and some of the rural changes that gives them the ability to maximize their estate gift tax limits. And they have risen pretty significantly. So this is a time where you need to, if you are, if you're listening to this, and if you heard my voice, you are, as you're listening to this, if you know that your portfolio is greater than six, seven, eight, ten million or more, might be much, much more than that. But if it's those numbers, eight, 10 million or more, you need to tune in here because we really need to be thinking about doing some planning, some tax planning specifically now. That way you can participate in taking advantages of the laws uh, today. Now, I'll tell you, Randy, one of the things that I see a lot of times is folks will, or from time to time, let me say it that way, folks will come in and they've inherited some money. This is, you know, this is a pretty big deal. And, and you know, we've talked uh, on past shows. We'll talk this show even a little bit more about the whole idea of how much money is going to be inherited. And I think uh, we, what you had a number on that. What was it again? $30 trillion coming down from baby boomers. Yeah. So it's a big number. And, and when you look at that, as that money gets transitioned from one generation to the other, there's probably 20% of that generation is going to be maybe not even that high, and I'm guessing here, but it's going to be in a place where they have efficient tax planning wrapped around it. I'll tell you what that is. That is a huge windfall for the federal government because a lot of people are not in a place where they they have the correct or effective, let me say, tax planning in place because they've just kind of done the same things that they've always done. They've never really made any significant changes. And one of the things that we see as I was getting into there is we see a lot of times people will come in and there are, there are anywhere between hundreds of thousands to as much as millions of dollars that have literally gone to the government that should not go there. We're going to talk a little bit later about annuities and things like that. And one of the things with annuities is, you know, they grow and they're, they're, you pay taxes at ordinary tax basis. But there's some product and some structure that you can reposition some of that monies into certain vehicles that actually gives you the ability to save almost 50% in taxation on the product uh, or on the investment over time. So, and it's not just in annuities, it's, it's, it's in other things. You know, so maybe you're in a place where you have a stock portfolio. Obviously, you can get the step up and, and that's nice to do. But what does the kids really want to do with that long term? And what if we could take that money instead of just giving them the stocks? What if we could literally leverage the money and double or triple the value without changing your personal lifestyle? So these are all questions that need to be asked about what's happening with the money. I know trusts are often used and trust can be a great tool and a great resource. You want to make sure, though, that they're designed correctly. Uh, one of the things that, that we also see, Randy, is there's a lot of attorneys out there that are going out and just essentially just kind of selling the idea of you need a trust, you need a trust, you need a trust, but they don't necessarily take the time to sit down and ask enough questions to make sure the appropriate trust is created. And as we build relationships with clients, you know, our team at our firm, as an example, on the wall private wealth side, one of the things we've seen over the years is we build relationships, things change. You know, you could sit down in a meeting or two and share a thought of, this is what I want to do. This is exactly the type of planning I want to have. But then all of a sudden, things change. You know, A year from now, two years from now, three years from now, your goals change, your desires change, so you kind of have to stay up with it. I mean, it's like you, Randy. I mean, you know, two weeks ago, you were playing mini golf, uh, <laughs> trying to get it under the windmill. And, and you now, know, now you're playing at courses like Doral, Trump, and, and you know, you, all this stuff. So it's, it's like things change, you know? It's a short period of time. Big, big advancement there. I'm very proud of that. Yes. (laughs) 
big advancement. I love it. <laughs> well, let me ask you this question, Michael, because it's very common for somebody when they think of taxes to have a CPA. It's yeah. very common if somebody thinks they need to build a estate plan, a trust, as you said, to have an attorney, an estate attorney. But mm-hmm. are they working together with a financial advisor? And I would think that that would be kind of the person that brings all of this kind of together, that you work in tandem as a team with all of these people. And maybe people think that those people don't work together. They're different, separate entities, but they really should be. Well, they need to be connected. Let me say it that way. They don't have to be the same entity, but they need to be connected. They have to be interacting. That's very important. You know, one of the things on our wall, private wealth side that we've done that's worked pretty well is really that whole multifamily office structure. So working with other people that are professionals in the industry that, that can, that we know, by the way, we vetted, we've interviewed, you know, I've been doing this for 17 years now and I've had the opportunity to sit down and connect with a lot of different attorneys. And I, I'll never forget, I, I'm, I'm getting off of a rabbit trail here from it, but I'm doing this for a reason. I literally took a client, this was about six, five, six years ago, I'll never forget it. I took a client, we went, Randy, and we sat down, and what you said there just kind of sparked this in my mind, but we literally sat down with his attorney, and we went in the door, and we said, okay, here's what we want to do. Now, I was there with the client, and keep in mind that I've been in, the, in, in part of preparing trusts and planning for lots of clients. I'm not the one personally preparing it. I'm not an attorney, but I've been in involved a lot of the process, so I understand it, right? So we're sitting down with this attorney, And we go in and we say, okay, this is specifically what we want to do. We want to do this, this, and this initially. And he said, okay, yeah, well, you definitely need to do that. We asked some questions. He asked questions and, oh, yeah, that makes sense. You definitely need to do that. You know, this is what we can do, whatever. And he said, I also recommend that you do this, this, and this. And then he totally transitioned and shifted and he said, well, let me tell you about something else that I think uh, that we've been doing lately that makes sense. And, you know, and we spent literally the bulk of the hour with that attorney, and he was talking about this other idea. And we left and nothing got done. And I'm thinking to myself, dude, just step back, press pause, and let's do step one, and then we can do step two, and then we can do step three instead of trying to go over here and go over here and go over there. So anyways, we have seen a lot of times that if attorneys stand alone or CPAs stand alone, sometimes the synergy is not there. The financial professional is the one who has the ability to have more knowledge of the investment, what's going on with the investments, how the taxes are potentially going to look in the investments, and, and then be able to interact that information with other professionals so you can together do a seamless process. And that's really what you've heard, the structure of the whole family office or multifamily office. And we really operate in a lot of ways, Randy, as a multifamily office because we work for, you know, we work with several families, not just one. And that is, uh, it's an important thing when you look at maximizing taxation. Well, you talk a lot about it on this show and you talk, I love the the phrase that you use, disinheriting the IRS. I love that. That's just, (laughs) that's a great, great thought there. So if somebody is listening today and maybe the the taxes are done or maybe you filed an extension and the news comes back and the news is not good. People hate doing taxes. We talked about that last last week. People would rather have their teeth drilled on the the new taxes. (laughs) If the news is not good, maybe it's time to sit down, Michael, and and bring in the financial advisor and sit down and talk about this in a different light, shine a different light on it. Well, I think the first thing there, Randy, is is if the the financial professional is not leading the conversation to some degree, that you got a a problem. You need somebody that's going to lead that conversation and bring that in instead of just say, hey, go here, go there, go here. You know, we always talk about some of those things. We don't dive as deep as the CPA or the attorney is, but we talk about it. And so, yeah, you need to have that conversation. I would say with us, I mean, we're very boutique. You know, we have clients in a variety of different states in the country. And, you know, it's got to be a portfolio of at least a million. If somebody's over that, they're welcome to reach out to us and and we can have that conversation. Somebody in our team can have a conversation uh, potentially based on case size, I can even get on the phone and have that conversation and just see how we might be able to add value and share thought and ideas to to that situation. But yeah, I mean, you got to pay attention to it. Nothing grows, nothing improves, nothing gets better unless you pay attention to it. It's just the way it is. And as we've gone through this conversation, you might want to know, how do I reach out to Michael and, and get that evaluation? Well, you can go to our website, leanonthewall.com. Down at the bottom of the page, it says, request my review. There's a there's a window there where you can put in a comment and you say, I, he- I heard you talking about taxes. That really interests me. Please contact me and our team will reach out to you. Make sure you leave your name and your email there. Again, that's leanonthewall.com. Coming up next, an odd question for you. 
How's your stomach? <laughs> I'm talking about the market. Up and down, the roller coaster is back. Volatility. We went out on the streets and asked people about how they feel about these big market drops. We'll get their take and Michael's take coming up on The Michael Wall Show. It's estimated that 40 million people are in modern slavery across the world. Most of them are women and young girls. 85% of sex trafficking victims come from the United States. This is Michael Wall, and at Wall Private Wealth and The Michael Wall Show, we are joining in the fight against human trafficking, and I encourage you to join us in that fight. Operation Underground Railroad is a nonprofit organization with boots on the ground that is making a difference. They're going to places where you and I would never go and rescuing victims and arresting those responsible. That work takes funding, a lot of funding, and that's where all of us can help. So to learn more, go to OURfilm.org. You know, human trafficking has become a $32 billion industry, and by next year, it is expected to surpass the illegal drug trade. It needs to stop. And I, for one, will not stand by while all of our children are at risk. Will you join me in this process of ending sex trafficking in the world? Again, go to OURfilm.org, OURfilm.org to learn how you can get involved in this fight. Thanks for joining us for the Michael Wall Show. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to the Michael Wall Show. Find us online, michaelwallshow.com. Went back a little bit this time with the music. This week, 1964, this was the number one song. Twist and Shout was number two. She Loves You was number three. I Want to Hold Your Hand was number four, and Please Please Me was number five. Beatles dominating the charts, top five spots this week in 1964. Well, something that might be dominating your thoughts is the stock market. A lot of big swings lately. 300 up, 200 down, 600 down, 400 up, back and forth we go. We took the microphones out on the street and we asked people, do these big drops, these big dips, do they bother you? They don't concern me. You know, if this went on for a month of down a thousand a day, it would be a lot. But I don't think that's going to happen. The uh, stock market will return. That was a bubble, of course. I mean, everybody understand that. It was riding up like a, like a crazy, like a rocket. I just lost a year's worth of income. My thoughts are a little stressed, but I remain calm because I've been through a number of market cycles. And as long as you hold on, it will come back. But I wish I hadn't had to go to a meeting this morning because I would have bought something. <laughs> I love that woman. <laughs> okay. So now, is she talking about buying a stock or buying like a <laughs> new pair of shoes? Now that I don't know. It sounded like a stock. Yeah. So I mean, you never you never know what that bought something means. You know, maybe she's like, hey, I better buy something quick before all my money runs out. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Well, you know, it's interesting that one gentleman... I thought it was interesting. He's like, well, you know, if this had happened for, you know, two or three months and the market's down a thousand points a day, whatever, you know, listen, if the, if the market's down a thousand points a day for three months, uh, <laughs> we, we won't have a market. <laughs> we're not going to have a market. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a little extreme. Uh, so if you're waiting, listen, little newsflash out there, if you're, as you're listening in and tuning in, if you're waiting for the market to drop a thousand points a day for over three months before you do something, it's probably going to be too late. So just FYI. Okay. <laughs> uh, what is interesting, Randy, is about three months ago, you know, on January 26th of 2018, the market was around 26,600. Okay. Now, um, you know, it's around 23 and change. So, what we know is is the market's dropped a couple thousand points in the last, you know, couple months, okay? Not per day, but total. And it's it's definitely causing, you know, a reason for concern with folks. I mean, when you take a look at trending and when you take a look at markets in general, one of the things that I know that we're looking at is we have definitely created some lower lows and lower highs. And that's important when you look at overall market trends. You know, if you go back all the way to the last big low was on February 8th. Okay, the Dow was around 23,000 and change. And then if you go all the way to March 23rd, the Dow was 23 and change, but it was about 300 points lower than the previous low. So we are, we're literally in a place where we're, we're starting to create lower highs, and lower lows. And that is a key point 
And it's been about three months now. That's a key point to say, okay, are we in a place where we're literally starting to have some market trend reversal? And how long will that last and what will it look like? Because overall, you know, one of the things that you got to remember when you look at 2008, when you look at 0102, you know, there was some kind of slower negativity or slower negative times as the market started to trend down. And then all of a sudden there was something that just let the string loose and the market just really bolstered down quick. A lot of people, I think, Randy, forget that markets typically, a negative market is typically around eight months. Okay, the average bear market is around eight months and it doesn't always drop quick right away. Sometimes it kind of eases into it. You know, I mean, think about it like this. Think about like you're going out on a date, right? You don't want to drop something heavy on that person immediately. <laughs> okay. You know, you don't, want to, you don't want to go out on your first date, Randy, and, and take them out for ice cream or get a cup of coffee or go to a, you know, get steak dinner or, you know, get a salmon or whatever you like to eat, have some wine and say, after that first date, you know, I think we should get married. <laughs> I and like oh, a big way, family, yes. And I brought, yeah, I bought, I brought a ring. Uh, I, I was able to have a friend, uh, you know, give me a, a sample size of your ring while you were sleeping. So it's a perfect fit. And uh, by the way, yeah, exactly. Big family. I, I've always dreamed of having about 15 kids. And I know you're the one to do it with me. So. Uh-huh. Well, how does that how does that sit? I mean, are you like, wow, man, I can't wait till the second date? <laughs> I, that's probably, that's how you did it, Randy, right? Uh, no, no, I didn't. I didn't come out quite that strong. Okay, well, you were a little less strong, but at yeah. the end of the day, if you came out that strong, you're probably going to scare the person off. They're mm-hmm. probably going to say, I don't know, you know. So when you look at markets in general, it, they don't work that way. They don't come out and just immediately. Bam, they're weight down in the cellar. You know, they're, they're, it's kind of a gradual thing a lot of times when you look at trending of markets in history, and then all of a sudden there's some type of movement or momentum or uh, something that causes the string to break, and, and ki- people just kind of jump on, that, on that, that bandwagon. So that's the thing we got to keep in mind, and we are in a negative trend here over the last couple months. So the question is, will this negative trend continue, or will it reverse and go back to the positive? That's a big question. Now, one of the things that we know is the tax bill's already passed. The tariffs, uh, they've been restructured a bit, but that's already passed. And, you know, we've seen the upward momentum of the tax plan in general. But now we're in a place where that stuff's behind us. And there is a lot of political risk built into our overall markets. I really believe that we're going to see some type of significant... I thought it would have been already by now. But I really believe, Randy, we're going to see some type of significant downturn in the markets uh, in the next year, maybe year and a half. I could be totally wrong, but I really believe that, that we will. And one of the things that's, that's really, really great for consumers is the good news is, is you can invest money in places where you don't have to worry about the ebbs and flows of the markets. And there's always good things happening while markets are down. So you just have to be paying attention to what can I invest in? Where should I do? Where can I reposition? That doesn't mean every investment in your portfolio is always going to go up all the time. That's not what that means because there's going to be ebb and flows. There's going to be pieces of the portfolio if they're connected to the market that they're going to have some negative momentum. That's going to happen. But you can limit the amount of negative momentum and you can limit how much you want that's even going to be negatively impacted from the markets in general. A lot of people, uh, last thought on that, Randy, a lot of people think, you know what, hey, you know, I don't mind risk. I don't mind taking a little bit of additional risk, whatever. When they're looking at their portfolios, they build it out, especially when markets are high because they're making money, they're making money, they're making money. And then all of a sudden when the market turns over and they lose a couple percent or whatever, they say, ooh, geez, I don't think I like risk. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, well, then, you know, I don't think you really understood risk. What you need to really understand is, and unfortunately, too many financial firms and organizations in the country ask this question. Are you conservative, moderate, or are you... Aggressive. Yeah, aggressive. Well, what's the answer to that question? You know what most people say? Well, like, you know, I don't really know. But what I do know is I'd like to protect my money as best I can. And I'd like to make as much money as I can at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess you must be moderate. 
You know, so that's where kind of a lot of people land. And unfortunately, it's not a true read of really what's happened. And by the way, that's why we've done a lot of these conversations over the years. Uh, We've done a lot of whiteboard conversations, really uncovering how to determine what is the best investment structure for people. And it's really a brand new, different educational process, taking them to a process they've never been through before. And Randy, you know, and I want to challenge the listeners out there. We have put some of these videos on our website. So if you go to leanonthewall.com and you click on the Retire Well video series there, right at the top, somewhere at the top, you'll see Retire Well video series. You can click on that. And just enter a little bit of info. It'll give you it'll give you exclusive access to some of those videos where you can literally learn about how to better and more efficiently uh, understand how to enter and, and find the right advisor and enter into this financial space where you can be getting the right kind of advice. Or even should you be getting a second opinion? That's another thing that we talk about there as well. What should you do? How should you do it? Avoiding financial salesmen, um, uncovering the greatest risk to retirement income. That's a big one. A lot of people aren't talking about as well as building a solid financial house. Those are all there for you to watch. Just go to leanonthewall.com and then click on the Retire Well video series and enter your information for access to those series. And I shot them, Randy, because I want them, it's it's whiteboard and it's simple, but I did it in a way that I want people to be able to watch it, walk away and gain something that they can apply. They're really good. I've watched all three of them that are there right now and they're all about maybe eight minutes long. It doesn't take a lot of time, but there's a lot of information to glean there. And you're right. You have a very, very conversational and easy way to approach things. And uh, I think you'll really like it. So again, leanonthewall.com right there on the front page. You'll see click here to access the Retire Well webinar series and you're on your way. You're listening to The Michael Wall Show and we will be right back. It's estimated that 40 million people are in modern slavery across the world. Most of them are women and young girls. 85% of sex trafficking victims come from the United States. This is Michael Wall, and at Wall Private Wealth and The Michael Wall Show, we are joining in the fight against human trafficking, and I encourage you to join us in that fight. Operation Underground Railroad is a nonprofit organization with boots on the ground that is making a difference. They're going to places where you and I would never go and rescuing victims and arresting those responsible. That work takes funding, a lot of funding, and that's where all of us can help. So to learn more, go to OURfilm.org. You know, human trafficking has become a $32 billion industry, and by next year, it is expected to surpass the illegal drug trade. It needs to stop. And I, for one, will not stand by while all of our children are at risk. Will you join me in this process of ending sex trafficking in the world? Again, go to OURfilm.org, OURfilm.org to learn how you can get involved in this fight. Welcome back to the Michael Wall Show. Michael has appeared on several national media outlets like Fox Business, Bloomberg, and CNBC. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to the Michael Wall Show. And while Michael wants to help you get into the Financial Hall of Fame, (laughs) but uh, we're going to talk about a different kind of Hall of Fame here. Michael, baseball season is now underway. There was a lot. I am not in the Baseball Hall of Fame, Randy. No, I know you're not. Okay, I just want to make sure you know. There was a lot of chatter around the office. I know there's a lot. Listen, there's a lot of people trying to vote me in. (laughs) Uh, You know, most improved player. Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I did play when I was younger. I played shortstop, pitched, mm-hmm. you know, and, and uh, went down to Liberty that way uh, for a little while also. But I was in a place where, you know, I just, uh, I realized that um, my fastball wasn't <laughs> fast enough. And uh, so that was the end of the story. And I got distracted. You know, I was in a place in college where I was uh, doing other things. You know yeah, what I mean? I understand. I understand <laughs> Selling completely. books door to door. I yep. was meeting yep. and hanging out with people and... You would That's not where be that, that person that you that are was today. My, listen, that was my excuses anyways, okay? Go. The journey began excuse. there, yeah. and the journey it, continues here, right? It wasn't God's calling on my life. How I about gotcha. that? Well, yeah. somebody who you will recognize in the Hall of Fame is Hank Aaron. And mm-hmm. it was this week, back in 1974, that Hank broke Babe Ruth's record. Here is how it sounded. 
Here's the pitch by Downing. Swinging. There's a drive into left center field. That ball is going to be out of here. It's gone. It's 7-15. There's a new home run champion of all time, and it's Henry Aaron. Mm, gives me chills just to listen to That's it. That's pretty cool. I remember watching it, and uh, you know, Michael, those were those, that was a that was a goal, that was a record, that was a a yeah. benchmark that nobody ever thought would be broken. I mean, that record stood for I think sixty years, and yeah. it was just amazing. Um, but it was broken, and, and mm. that's what they say. That's what records are made to be broken, right? Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it was something that a guy set out to do, and I remember him saying at the end, "I don't want them to forget the babe, but I want them." to remember me and i yeah. thought you know great work great words from a great man for sure but uh, you know we all have goals in our life and i mean that this show is very much that kind of thing uh, you have goals in your life and and reach for them and grab them yeah well you know what you know one of the things that i really love there in that little clip that you played and i don't know if you picked this up and as you're listening to this you may have picked it up as well but just the passion in the announcer mm-hmm. we don't have that anymore today yeah. You know, and I think one of the reasons is we live in such a over-censoried world, if that's even a word, over-censoried, you know, world that it's just, you know, we have so many things to choose from. There's so many things vying for our attention that, you know, people are getting involved in things that really don't matter, big picture, so to speak. And, you know, you hear that. I remember, what was his name? Harry Carey? Oh, that was Milo Hamilton, actually. No, no, I know, I know, I know. But do you remember Harry Carey? Oh, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. For the Cubs. Yeah, sure. Like, yeah. I, can't, I can't even, I'm not even going to try and... Take me out to the ball game. And, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. He's always eating a hot dog mm-hmm. or, you know, something while he was talking. I, th- was that, I think that was Harry Carey. Yep. That was... Mm-hmm. All the time. I was like, oh, he's got a guy's, I mean, he just didn't care. He was having a good time, you yeah, know? Absolutely. And it's funny how, you know, in life sometimes when you don't care, and when I say don't care, I don't mean you don't care about what you're doing or you don't care about other people uh, as far as their good being or, you know, whatever. I mean more so that you don't care about the noise. You don't care about the critics. You just care about what you've been called to do and you're totally focused on it. And, you know, anytime somebody breaks like that, a, a major record, you're in a place where, you know, there's going to be some people that are just saying, I don't want you to, you know, I kind of don't want you to, to break this record because I want the old one to stand mm-hmm. for whatever reason. You know what I mean? And uh, but he but he broke through it, and I love that. I, I love that part of it for sure. I mean, I think it's I think it's really cool. Well, we have when we talk on this show about financial goals and things, uh, people get to a certain part of your part of your life, and they have goals for their money. And yep. Michael, there are places to put that money to achieve those goals, and yep. that's what you help people with. And and we brought up at the beginning of the show about people wanting to protect their money, and you talked about mm-hmm. that. And right. one anytime somebody brings up, oh, I want to protect my money, somebody's going to say, Oh, annuities. And there is a lot of negative talk. There's a lot of positive talk. There's a lot of confusion when it comes yeah. to this particular product. This financial vehicle is what I'd rather say. Yeah. And it's a and tool. That's it all is. it is. It is a it's a tool in the tool shed, isn't it? Yeah. It's it's not, you know, when you look at investments in general, um, and remember, and you've if you've listened to me before, you know that I traditionally talk about investments as tools. That's exactly how I look. I don't care what they are. I don't care if it's stocks, bonds, ETFs, mutual funds, treasuries, annuities, real estate, non-traded, you know, whatever it may be, actively traded. There's so many different things out there. And so the question is, what is the right tool? And I wanted to, I wanted to just pause for a minute on this whole A word, right, which is annuities. And so I wanted to kind of the whole idea of the good, bad, and, and the undiscovered of annuities. And, and the challenge of annuities is they've changed, number one, they've changed a lot over the years. And number two, they're in a place where some, for rightful reasons, get a bad light because they're, they're junk. They're no good. But there are others that are very good. And I think you have to classify and quantify what you're trying to achieve and what you're trying to do. And it can be very challenging, Randy, for the consumer out there, right? As they're listening to information and they're listening to comment. And I know you've heard it, Randy, good and bad, right? I mm-hmm. mean, from both sides. Absolutely. Uh, Buy I mean, this. Don't do that. I'd never get it. I'd never offer it. Or this is the best thing in the world. And that's where, by the way, that avoiding financial salesmen, that little, uh, that video that I did, that educational video that I did on the on our site, leanonthewall.com, that you can access under the Retire Well video series. I talked a little bit about that in financial salesmen. But when you look at annuities in particular, 
I just kind of wanted to take a minute and talk about it because I just had a client and we will utilize these products, these tools as part of the pie for clients. Now we typically, I don't love variable annuities. I don't typically love fixed annuities and I don't typically love immediate annuities. Now all of them can be used for different things and there's different varieties and blends of each. Variable annuities typically are higher in fees. Okay, they have mortality expense charges. They have sub-account charges. You can have rider charges. There can be other charges on the product in general. So a lot of times variable annuities, variable annuities uh, can be expensive. And so we did a lot of research and we started looking at these contracts in general. And what we have found is fixed indexed annuities, quite honestly, and there's been some studies done from the Wharton School of Business, from Professor Babel. There's been some studies done on these products and they have performed really, really well. And I'll give you an example. I had a family that was in the office the other day and they came on board as clients a couple years ago and we, our team was kind of doing a review for them. And one of the things that was shared is uh, part of their portfolio was in an annuity, not the whole thing, but part of it. And, you know, he was a little bit like, well, I'm not sure back when, you know, he entered in and I, I've heard they're bad. I read a lot of, a lot of things saying they're bad, all this stuff, whatever. He was kind of a self-investor, really, really nice guy and a great family. Well, we're doing this review and it's two years later and he's literally in a place where he's made almost 40% in that annuity, 40%, four zero. And that money is now locked in. It cannot be lost. Now, is that going to happen in every annuity all the time? No. Okay. But in this particular structure, it was. Now, you know, there's, there's some downside to it. Your money has to be there for a period of time. You only have a certain amount of access if you want to take monies from it each and every year. Well, those are all downsides if you want to look at them at that. But he didn't put 100% of his money in that anyways. And uh, we would never recommend anybody do that. So he literally was in a place where his mindset and his paradigm of how these annuity structures, the correct ones, the ones that are designed correctly, the ones that are efficiently designed, the ones that are consumer-friendly designed, has totally shifted. In fact, he's like, man, I need, to t- I need to talk to some other people that I know that th- they need to connect with these because... This is great. I mean, I have the opportunity to make some nice return. The market was up. The market was strong. We all know the market was really good over the last two years. And in that particular annuity product, he literally, he literally on his statement made almost 40%. And there's been other families that have seen that kind of situation as well. And again, that interest now is locked in. So now he's in a place where market turmoils, market's a little bit rocky. He's not worrying about losing any of his gain, which is a beautiful thing. So to me, that's kind of where I go a little bit, Randy, to the undiscovered. I don't look at any investment as though it's good, bad right away. And I think that's where, unfortunately, a lot of the financial industry will do that. They'll immediately talk about a financial industry or toll or investment and say, this is good or that's bad, and they'll have bias about it. And my thought is we can't do that. We need to step back. If we're truly going to be honest, we're truly going to be independent, and we're truly going to uncover what's best for the families and clients out there financially, we need to look at every investment from that lens. We need to look at the investment and say, okay, is this good or is this bad? I had a gentleman say to me one time, he said, well, I had heard from another uh, financial person that annuities were horrible, and most of the time annuities you know, charge anywhere between a 15 and a 20% fee to the client. Nice. <laughs> So I said to him, I said, you tell me how long you think the market investors or people in general would stomach a product that charged you 15 to 20% a year in fees. He's like, well, I don't think anybody would buy that. I said, so tell me how in the world a product like that would even exist. He's like, well, I don't know, but that's just what I heard. I said, listen, I've been doing this for a long time and I have never seen an annuity that had a 10 or 15% fee. Ever. So what's happening is if somebody is selling you propaganda, probably because of what I mentioned earlier, and that is undiscovery. They don't understand it in general. They want to just keep doing what they've always done. And so they're in a position where instead of saying, well, let me research this and really understand it, I'm just going to jump on the naysay bandwagon and say it's no good. Now, I'm not saying everybody should go out there and buy annuities. I'm not saying everybody should have annuities in their portfolio. I'm not saying everybody should go buy stocks or bonds or mutual funds or ETFs or whatever. What I am saying is we need to sit down and you need to have a conversation before you do anything to understand what's available and what are your goals, more importantly. 
And the question that I always like to pose to people, Randy, is if you can achieve your goals, this is for you regardless of where you are in life, regardless of where your wealth is, if you can achieve your goals without taking an absorbent amount of risk, is there any reason you should take a crazy amount of risk? And the answer to that should be no. Because if the answer to that is yes, no, I still need to take a bunch of risk, then now you're not talking about achieving your goals. You're talking about satisfying your greed. Those are two very different things. And when we chase after our greed and forget our goals, a lot of times we end up blowing up our goals with our greed. Really, really important if you want to build sustainable wealth that's going to be there for generations to come. And that would be my uh, take on that question, Randy. It's a long take, but that's my take. (laughs) (laughs) It's very good. Very good information. You're listening to The Michael Wall Show. And as always, you can find us online at michaelwallshow.com. I'm also going to direct you toward leanonthewall.com. Michael has mentioned the Retire Well video series that is there for you. Very easy to find right there on the front page. Click on that. Some great videos, great information. If you'd like to reach out to us, there's uh, there's a button at the bottom of the page that says request my review and a window that will open up. If you have a question about anything on the show that you'd like to talk to Michael and the team about, please feel free to reach out to us there. That's again at leanonthewall.com. Michael, we've come up against the end of the show. I'll give you the last word for today. Well, it's been a lot of fun and every show's a little different. Some we dive deeper, some we dive a little more shallow, some we're talking about more motivation, less than the other. But at the end of the day, our purpose and goal as we're sharing thoughts and insight each and every week, that's kind of the cool thing about the show is each and every week you're going to get a little different flavor. But each and every week, our goal is to share thought and insight to you to help you live with purpose so you can live on purpose. We only get one chance in this life. And I remember what Zig Ziglar said, and that is we're going to be dead a lot longer. We're going to be alive. So we might as well get it right while we're here. So make sure you dial in each and every week so you can get new insight, new thought, new encouragement, and new information to help you live an empowered life in a way that impacts and adds huge value to others. Thanks so much for joining. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to The Michael Wall Show. To schedule your personal wealth review, call 888-511-WALL. That's 888-511-9255. To find out more about Michael and the team at The Wall Financial Group, head to leanonthewall.com. By contacting us, we'll review aspects of your retirement portfolio to include suggestions about how to best utilize stocks, bonds, life insurance, annuities, and other financial products, or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Michael Wall is an investment advisor representative of Wall Private Wealth LLC, a registered investment advisor, and solicitation offered through Clarify Advisory Network, an SEC registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than what originally invested. Michael Wall is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Insurance and annuities offered through Wall Financial Group Inc. Hi, it's Michael Wall here. Have you ever wondered how to find the right financial advisor or what investments should I be invested in? Or how do I transition and reposition my portfolio as I move into the retirement stage of life? The investment needs in retirement are different than those while you're working. What we've done is we've put together a simple, easy to understand video series that you're going to love. Go to leanonthewall.com. Again, that's leanonthewall.com and click on the Retire Well video series. When you click on that, you're going to have the opportunity to enter your information and then get exclusive access to a video series I've created just for you to help you get simple information that is going to be profound in helping you achieve the retirement you've always wanted. Again, go to leanonthewall.com to access the Retire Well video series. I'm Carolyn Ryan. Join me every Sunday morning for the Sunday Morning Money Report to get financial headlines and retirement tips. Michael Wall, a nationally recognized financial author, advisor, and radio host, joins me each week as well. His firm, Wall Private Wealth, helps folks protect, grow, and reduce taxes on their wealth. To learn more about the Sunday Morning Money Report or how Michael's team can help build a financial plan for your retirement, go to leanonthewall.com and we'll see you Sunday mornings at 8.58.